the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Just open up your eyes and join me Cause I've been living in the sunshine Having such a nice time Sipping ice coffee as the world dressed by me Living in the sunshine Having such a nice time I won't let the stresses of the world define me No, oh, oh Carrying the burden? Wait a minute. Did you say that right? I did. Carrying the burden. A guy told me, he said, you sound like you're from the South. He said, no, I'm a native of San Diego. Just happened to live down in Georgia for a little while. I'm a peachicado. What is that? Mm, part peach, part avocado. That's the title they gave me when I came back home to take care of my mom 22 years ago. So, wait a minute, are you Southern? No, I'm a native of San Diego, born and raised. Love this place, love this city. However, some days it is tough. Why? Because life is tough for one. Let's start with that. Can I get an amen? Amen. Okay, that was the amen corner for me. I was an only child, so that's easy for me to do. Now, as for all of you that are wondering, what is she talking about? Carrying the burden, right? Because uh, if you're a good little Christian, you know the Bible says that you're not supposed to do that. Wait a minute. You're supposed to cast all your cares to the Lord because he cares for you, right? Right. But did you notice the inflection in my voice? Some of us that have to care for someone else who is a burden. Wait a minute. Are you talking about my wife? Hey, that's between you and your wife. That's your life. But remember, they say happy wife, happy life, right? Hey, listen. Are you listening? Wives, the Bible says also that you're to submit to your husband's love. Uh-oh, did I change the scripture? No, I just studied it. See, people miss a lot of things because, one, they hear what they want. There is a difference between listening and hearing. So you're listening to Lorraine Carroll on Carrying the Burden. So what is that about? Yeah, here we go. I've been a radio show host here on K-Praise, 1210 AM here in San Diego, for a while now with a show called One of 100. So if you happen to hear that show, you go, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know who you are. But for those of you that are tuning in new to this show today, guess what? That one still remains, the care, the care of, yeah, not the burden, the care of the person that you care about. Now, I know there's some animal lovers out there, and I thought about you in my prayers. I really did. But this show is about the care itself. Let's stop right there. Care, care, C-A-R-E. See, I was one of those kids that was literal. I had to get the dictionary for everything. I had to define it. I had to look at it, and I turned out to be one of those adults. It, well, carried on with me. Seems like that word care is in here a lot today. But Care itself is a state of mind, first of all. Let's get that clear. To care can be a verb, and it can also be a noun. So what do you mean? I said it's called carrying the burden. So when you add an I-N-G, that's called a gerund. That's what they say in grammar. Now, we're in the action of doing something. What are we doing? Well, according to most definitions, we're worrying. Are you worrying today? Mm-hmm. 
anxious. Have you seen all of these people declare my anxiety? Oh, I've heard it. I've seen it on TV. I've heard it in testimonies at church. Yes. And then I've also just heard it in casual conversation. Even at the drugstore, I've heard people say, my anxiety. Am I making fun of those people? No. Am I mocking them? Kind of. Why? That's kind of rude. Not really. It's my interpretation. It's how I saw it, how I heard it. It's my version. So if you're anxious, what's the cause? What's the cause of your anxiety? It's causing you to feel attacked? Yes, that's real for somebody. Anxiety can cause people to feel attacked. Now, from what? That is where I come in. I'm going to get to my attack in just a minute. So is this a show about anxiety? No, not quite only anxiety. Worry, yeah. We were talking about worry a minute ago. Worry, that thing that most of us do all the time, subconsciously and consciously, whether we admit it or not. Right, there are a lot of people in business right now because of our worrying. Yeah, we worry a lot more than what we should. Who's we, people? Now, I happen to be a good little Christian. That's what my mom says. What is that? It's her sarcasm. Yeah, you know those people that are holier than thou. They read their Bible every day. They pray. They go to church every Sunday. No, not when the football season is happening. Well, you know, we're coming to the climax of football, closing the Super Bowl. Yeah, they might not be at church on Sunday. (laughs) Yeah, they might be at home skipping church and say, oh, I'll watch it online. Well, I'm right here, right with you right now, wherever you are, in your car, online, listening to the podcast. Hey, right now at this moment, I'm still a Christian. Where you are, where I am, I'm a Christian. It's a statement. It's an identifier. Do you not realize that we live in a society that people legally now at work have identifiers? They're called pronouns. Well, for me, I'm a little old-fashioned. Call me a good little Christian, maybe a little country. I said I'm from San Diego, but I also lived in the South. So those values got a little twisted in there. And so some of my roots are just a little old school is what the young people call it. Yeah, I just call it, well, this is who I am. I am. Stop right there. Does that sound familiar? Mm-hmm. I am. I think it's interesting that God didn't create the earth as he is. And I said to myself, wow, when Moses was nervous, wondering, what am I going to say to these people? I'm nobody. I don't have any authority. What do I tell them that, you know, this guy said to do this and that? And under whose authority? God said, you tell them, I am that I am. Now, when I was growing up, that was Popeye's line to me. I mean, you know, I still think Popeye thinks he's God, but that's another story. So for me right now today, I am a Christian. A Christian is still a noun, just like care is still a noun. So what does all of that have in common? Me, Lorraine? Yeah, me. Because why? I chose 22 years ago to care. Care about what? Well, namely my mother. See, all of us have a care list. Most of us call it a to-do list. Some of us make it in our heads. Some of us write it out. Some of us put it on our phones, whatever works for you. Look at the care list. It's called the to-do list, the reminder list, things I gotta do. Right. All of those, technically, they add up to worries more often than they do peace. They add up to anxiety more often do they do rest. 
So when you look at that care list, what's number one? See, I told you I had a show called One of 100. Do you realize most times you have at least 100 things to do in the course of a day? That's anybody, even little kids. And I'm talking to do. Think about it. Washing your face is something to do. Yes. Brushing your teeth. Yes. Flossing for those of us that do. Ooh, hey, dentist. Yes, I just gave you a plug. Are you a dentist? Give me a call. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. I have something for you. If you're a dentist, you work in a dental office, write me. I have something to give you. It's free. Uh, No, I am not a dentist. Just connect at LorraineCarroll.com. If you need the spelling, go to the website, kprz.com. Look me up, Lorraine Carroll. I have something for you. Now, for those of you that don't realize that every single thing you do every day is something to do, it adds up and it will build up and it will create anxiety and you will start to sound like this and you become short of breath and you become nervous and then you become afraid and then all these other factors come in, creating more anxiety. I have concluded within my Bible, none of that belongs to me. I told you I am a Christian. So how in the world did I get like this? Well, namely because we don't obey. I said it. Yes. Good little Christians are still disobedient Christians. How do I know this? For all have sinned and fallen short in the glory of God. Do you want a Bible debate me? I'm not here to debate the Bible. I'm here to let you know who I am, what I'm here for, how I can help you in your life every week, 1030 a.m. Take the time on a Saturday morning to sit down, make me number 33, I'll go for that, of your Saturday morning. Or, hey, for those of you that listen online, make me number seven. Yeah, I like that number, right? completion, you know. Yeah. So when you look at your life list, what are the top five things that you have to do every day? Seriously. I know some of you skip brushing your teeth. That's between you, your teeth. Hey, they have dentures. They have all kinds of things out there. Implants. I told you, dentist, dentist, call me. I'm telling you. In the meantime, for the people that want something new, a new way to look at life, a new way to consider what they care about, how they care about it, why they care. You're supposed to be listening to my show every chance you get because I have a burden. Now, I said at the beginning, I'm a good little Christian. I'm not supposed to have a burden that I should be caring for. You said the name of the show is Caring the Burden, C-A-R. Wait, how do you spell that, Lorraine? C-A-R-I-N-G. Not carrying like I'm carrying the groceries to the car. No, not. Remember when we used to have to make sentences in example forms? I was in about third grade. And I went to private school, so sometimes second grade. They called it parochial school back then for me. Yeah. So they were pretty tough on us. We started making full sentences by the time we were six. When you say I am, that's a verb and a noun. Uh Uh-oh, watch out. Technically, it's a pronoun, right? Well, it depends on how you see it. Because remember earlier, I was telling you, people have identifiers. I identify as Christian. When people say to me, so what's your identifier? I say Christian. And they kind of look at me strangely because they wanted me to say either she or they or he or we or whatever my options are out there these days. Hey, I live in the 21st century. 
I was born in the 20th century. Things were a little different, but I move with the times. Keep it moving, accept it, accept what you cannot change, but change what you can. And you have options when you care. What are your options today? Did you look at your list? Did you prioritize what's important to you? Because usually what's most important to you, that's the thing that worries you the most. That's the thing that consumes your mind the most. That's the thing that drains your brain. Yes, it's my own mantra. What are you letting drain your brain today, kid? That's how I talk to myself when I feel a little exhausted. And I look up and I say, how did I get to this? When did I get to this? This place of anger. Why am I so angry? Why am I so annoyed? Why am I so frustrated? Usually because I've done mm, probably at that point, and I'm not exaggerating, 127 things at that point. And I didn't take time to check in with who? I know you were waiting for me to say the Lord, aren't you? I said I'm a Christian. Watch out. Be careful. I didn't check in with Lorraine. You see, here's the thing. There are people that check in with the Lord, but they don't know who they are. Whoa, that was kind of mean. No, it's the truth. People talk to the Lord often. Some people call it not being in their right mind. I have Bible on it. Yes, a catchphrase that I came up with mm, some years ago to help people understand that if you're a Christian and you're talking to people that don't speak Christian, because I don't assume that everybody that listens is a Christian, I have to help them understand from where I come. There's this guy. I call him that guy in the tombs. Works for me. Mark, it's in the Bible. It's chapter 5 or so. You can check it out. That guy in the tombs, he was a cutter. He was the one that was always talking out loud, and they could hear him because he was yelling. That's what the Bible says. And he was always breaking off chains. I tried to think about that. I mean, I doubt the strong guys from cartoons— Hercules to He-Man, I mean Superman to Batman, all these people that are supposed to be strong, but they were cartoons. My Bible tells me there was a man actually breaking off the chains, chains, not ropes, but chains that they used to bind him, to tie him down, to hold him back, to keep him suppressed. Uh Uh-oh, we're getting a little heavy now. Suppressed? Yes, Maybe your chains aren't like his, but are you crying out from the heaviness, the burden? Chains are burdensome. You do the research. And especially for those times, we're talking about the days that Jesus walked the earth. Hey, do the research. Those chains were heavy for the times. And then I thought about it. Lorraine, you might not have physical chains, but you have mental chains. Uh Uh-oh. What about you? Do you have mental chains today? You do. Admit it. How about you admit five? Go for it. Say it right now. Wherever you are, you can say it aloud. Say it to yourself, whatever works for you. But the first step to progress, to changing, to relinquishing, admit it. You got a boogie in your nose. No, I don't. What? Did she say a boogie? That's what I call them. Yes. That's my nickname for that other B word that we call the Oogers, and we put the B in front, and then we call them the, <gasps> that dreadful word. So I call them boogies. <laughs> That's just me. I told you I was an only child. So if someone tells you that, you ignore it, you deny it, 
Will it remain? Possibly. How else will it go away? Maybe it'll just fall off. That's my hope because I did nothing about it. I didn't even attend to it. I didn't even look at it. I didn't even acknowledge it. Neither did I agree. So more than likely, it's going to remain. That's what happens with life, our problems, our burdens, our cares. Yes, because we don't want to acknowledge them. We see them and watch this. We manage them. Yes, it's called care management. Yeah, a lot of people go to interviews and they have these wonderful interviews with people for new jobs. And the interviewer will ask them, how do they manage people and time? Well, they give them this fanciful definition of how they operate and manage people and time. Because what the company is really saying is, are you going to squander our money that we're paying you? That's translation, just so you know. Manage time, people, money. Think about your life for a minute. Oh, and then add on to mine, mother. Yeah. For some of you, there's children. Others of you, mm, family. Well, my family is my mother, primarily. And that's what I came back from the South, down in Georgia, to do 22 years ago when I got that call from my grandmother that said, your mother is upon her deathbed. It wasn't that harsh, but that's how it sounded to me. It was grandma. She was pretty good with words. And she also knew that I might have a heart attack on the phone based on what she said. So she gave it to me sweetly, gently, but she also gave it to me directly and with what I call impact. It impacted me enough to say, I have to stop my life, the life that I've had for so long, the way I've known it, the way I've liked it, the way I've had it arranged and all my plans and all of them went down the drain because I decided to do one thing. Yeah, we're back to that one. I decided to care more for someone else than myself. That was when I had my first one. But upon the transition and getting into the caring piece, for another person, what I found out quickly is something an old lady taught me, an old lady that had children. <laughs> and she said, you can only take care of them first for so long. You always have to take care of you before you can take care of them. That made so much common sense to me. So when I see these mothers stressed out and the kids bossing them, the kid is three, telling them, no, I don't want that. And I look at them and I just laugh because I'm from a generation where Maybe I got to say that once, I was corrected, advised, and then I quieted down. Yeah, well, now the kids pretty much run the entire house, except they don't pay the bills and they don't mow the grass when they're three most times. Maybe they do. If you have a remote control, I guess. Kids operate phones at two now, so I guess if you have a remote control to make the lawnmower work. Well, anyway, in my day, no. You were told, you were advised, you were corrected, and even sometimes chastened. Nowadays, who does that to an adult? Life. Life will do it to you when you don't what? Obey. The Bible is there as an outline for you to obey. Most of us are just disobedient. I told you. Why? Because even the good little Christians were born in sin. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm saved by grace. Fine. Celebrate that. But if you're saved by grace and you don't want to drive home that you were born in sin, I respect that. 
and you don't want to look at that. I told you half of the battle is admitting no problem. But can you also admit more that it's by grace that you operate than of yourself? Because that's where the doom comes. If you don't acknowledge that you're weak, if you don't acknowledge that you need help, if you don't acknowledge there's a boogie in your nose, then you're in denial. And denial is what will lead you to the anxiety, the frustration, the anger. Yes. Why? Because you're in denial. Truth gives you freedom. That seems biblical, too. Yeah, I got it in John. It's in there. I kind of did what Jesus said and just just reiterated what he said. Yeah, Jesus said it. You'll know truth. Truth gives you the opportunity to be free. So if you're bound, meaning tied up with anxiety, tied up with worry, tied up with fear. Remember, I was talking about the guy with the chains. Those are our modern day chains. And those chains don't allow you freedom because caring, caring is a state of mind. I told you, usually with preoccupation of worry, anxiety, fear, and then those translate, transfer and become greater and more enormous and gigantic. And then all of a sudden now you're angry and now you're going off on everybody. You're yelling. Every- Some of you even cuss people out. Peter cussed. I think that's just my opinion. He's in the Bible. He was a hothead. Hey, if you're going to cut somebody's ear off, I don't think you're going to say, yeah, I'm going to cut your ear off now. That's just my opinion. I just think he was a hothead, and I think he might have had a foul mouth. He, you know, he was out on the sea. He was a rough guy. They say those military guys, Navy, what do they call them? Yeah, those guys. Did I just typecast our veterans? You know what they call it when the Navy guys have that kind of a mouth. You know, I live in San Diego. I heard. He cusses like a sailor. I didn't say it. Somebody else did. So, yeah, some Christians have those issues. But cares require attention. When you care, it can go either way. It's up to you to decide which way you want care to go. Do you want care to be a burden? If you do, then that's where the shame comes in. What shame? The disgrace? What disgrace? That's where I come in. Me, Lorraine, to let you know that Jesus cares. Jesus cares. Jesus cares? Wait, who's Jesus? Did she just say, who's Jesus? Yes. Don't assume I had a friend the other day that didn't know Joshua means Jesus. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, you go do your homework. In the meantime, for the people that are listening and are trying to figure out, how do I do this? Well, you've told me all about me. I feel bad. Yeah, I feel guilty. So what do I do now? Well, first of all, uh, can you forgive me if I offended you? And if I offended you, the next thing you should do is ask the Lord to forgive you and then move on to 1 Peter 5 and 7. That's the key to this entire carrying the burden. So the solution to care is to what? Relinquish the care. The care of what? Whatever it is that you're caring about. Half of us don't want to accept help. The first person that needs help in any matter regarding care is the person. I told you my identifier is I am a Christian. So first of all, I, Lorraine, my identifier, Christian, my existence am The pronoun is technically I, but I told you that's not what they're popularizing right now. It's, are you a she, a he? Uh, Well, it's the life we live, people. I decided to be me. I am Lorraine. I care for my mother. She is a burden, and I am her caregiver. Legally, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Shall I continue? Not today. So hopefully you get it. What are you caring about today? Because more than likely... You're also carrying it. 
That's where First Peter 5 comes in. You're supposed to give that over to the Lord. Why? Because he's concerned and he has the provision and the power that you don't. He has provision that you're trying to provide. See, when my care runs out, the Lord has the ability to care for me because my care has run out. I don't know about you, but I have been that Peter-like type. Well, I didn't really cuss anybody out, but the temperament, sure. Frustration, anger, shortness of patience. Is that a concept? Sure it is. It's called impatient. Somebody's in the car right now being impatient. Hey, it is what it is. That's a care when you're caring that much about something you can't control. That's an inclination towards a thing that you're concerned about. And sometimes what we care about is something we must care about, but it's how we care about it. If we care about it with too much control, not accepting help, not welcoming the Lord in, then guess what? We die. Oh, yeah. Death isn't always physical. I'm a witness. Death can be mental. Yes. You can die mentally. Yes. And I know good little Christians out there listening, you know good and well, you can die spiritually. Should we go there? Yes, let's go there. Oh, we're going to go there on this show. Carrying the burden? Yes. C-A-R-I-N-G. Carrying the burden. So wait, that just sounds like an oxymoron. Mm, Pretty much it is if you are doing the caring of that burden. Cast your burdens to the Lord because he cares for you. The first thing you've got to do today is acknowledge that you have a burden. Who and what is your burden? What is your burden? What's the thing that's wearing you down? For me, it's my mother. I'm her caregiver. Is this a caregiving show? That's what they call it around here. But what I had to realize and help everybody realize, if you care, you're a caregiver too. Don't just tag me the caregiver around here. But technically, legally, professionally, I am my mother's caregiver. Sure, there's lots of podcast shows out there. What's the difference between them and me? I go to the Lord. I put him first and make him first. And I cast my cares to the Lord. That's how I take care of me because I let him. I let him take care of me. What about you? Are you going to let the Lord take care of you today? Cast your burdens to the Lord for he cares for you. Now, let him carry the burden. You've been listening to Carrying the Burden right here on KPRZ, 1210 AM. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.